Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is about the Demon of Brownsville. Yes, a demon house, another one, the third in this series of demon houses that I am doing. The Demon of Brownsville uh, haunted a family for quite a lengthy time. Ended up that the owner wrote a book about it and has went on to do several interviews. There's been TV adaptations of the story, but tonight we are going to talk about it in a discussion about the Demon of the Brownsville house. So first, let's check out some history of the land. In March of 1792, a mother and her three young children were killed by marauding Native Americans in the vicinity of Fort Pitt during the Northwest Indian War. This was done to discourage continued pioneer settlement in western Pennsylvania and Ohio. It is maintained that this massacre occurred on the grounds where the house is built and that the four individuals are buried in the front yard. The premise for the demonic infestation is that evil spirit that precipitated the vicious killing of those in these incidents and innocents remained on the grounds and eventually inhabited the house that would be built there. An immigrant laborer would also put a curse on the house while it was under construction out of jealousy for its wealthy owner and his beautiful wife. It is initially stated that a local doctor would later perform many illegal abortions in the house when its owners were in need of money to maintain their servants and upper-class lifestyle. There are no records or first-hand accounts of this illegal activity, but an investigative newspaper article did identify that such a doctor did exist, and that local lore supported the claim that he performed many abortions, and it is presented that the demonic spirit was primarily focused upon hurting and killing children. In December of 1988, Bob and Lessa Cranmer and their four children moved into the house. This began the long string of events that eventually led to a demonic entity being expelled from their home in 2006 by priests of the Catholic Church. Now that we got some of the history and you got a little bit of a taste of what the house is about and what the demon is, we're going to go ahead and we're going to discuss the happenings that happened to the Cranmers. So the house at 3406 Brownsville Road was built in 1909 through 1910 and had three previous owners prior to the Cranmers. In December 1988, Bob and Lessa Cranmer bought the house upon being transferred to Pittsburgh by his job. Bob states that the house was his dream to own and that it mysteriously went up for sale the same week that they began looking for a house to buy. As a young child, he would often stand and stare at the house, hoping that someday he could see the inside. The three-story house was built in the craftsman style and would later be designed, designated as a historical landmark by Pittsburgh History of Landmarks. Because of the unique design, Bob and Lessa married in 1980. While Bob was an officer of the U.S. Army, he left the service in 1986 and went to work for AT&T in Whippany, New Jersey. Their objective was to eventually relocate to Pittsburgh where Bob had grown up This was unexpectedly realized quicker than they had expected. As they had just built a new house in 1987, they had four children, Jessica four, Bobby three, David two, and Charles two months. 
when they moved to Pittsburgh. Bob Cranmer states that the seller seemed very anxious to move out and surprisingly accepted his first low ball offer without any negotiations. During a walkthrough of the house, young Bobby Jr. wandered off by himself as the group went to the basement. He would soon be found on the front staircase crying and hyperventilating as if he'd seen a ghost. Lessa later expressed to Bob her misgivings about the house that it was much too large and furthermore gave her the creeps. Bob discounted this and was determined to make the, this house a home for his young family. He did, however, ask the seller if there was anything wrong with the house. Understanding exactly what he was referring to, the seller assured him that the house was fine and that Catholic Mass was conducted several times in the living room of the house. Bob thought this was an odd response, but took it with the reassurance that had been implied. Later the next spring, Bob discovered a small metal box buried in the front yard containing Catholic religious items. He called the previous owner who had assured him that the house was fine, only then to hear him say, just put it back where you found it. Within weeks of moving in, Bob and Lessa began to experience paranormal activity in the house. <clears throat> the first phenomenon they experienced was a pole chain on a light in a coat closet that continuously wrapped itself around the light. It would never remain in the hanging position. Soon other nuisances, activities, would begin and continued for years. The family choosing to ignore them, accepting that they shared their home with a spirit. Bob would go to hold political office in the 1990s, first as a councilman and then county commissioner. Gaining significant notoriety and celebrity in the western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area, over the years, the Cranmer family be became increasingly dysfunctional, and eventually, Lessa and two of the children would experience serious mental issues, which would require hospitalization. Bob had no idea that the spirit in the house had anything to do with the... <coughs> Sorry, guys. <coughs> Relational and psychological issues within his family, and he attempted to manage his way through it. However... One night in 2003, his oldest son attacked him and Bob would be arrested. The next morning, his elderly aunt, who was living with the family, was also found dead in her bed from natural causes. All charges associated with the incident would eventually be dropped, but the paranormal activity in the house increased like a dam had been broken. Within a month, Bob was at his wife's side and at his wit's end and decided to contact the Catholic Church for help. The Cranmers were not Catholics at the time. The mayor of Pittsburgh, Tom Murphy, who was a personal friend of Cranmer, went to see the then Bishop of Pittsburgh, Donald Worrell, to request the assistance of the diocese. Worrell would assign management of the case to Father Ron Lingwin, who would eventually be assisted by several other priests and one lay person, Connie Valenti. Thus would begin a battle to cleanse the house from a demonic spirit that would take two years. Paranormal researchers from Penn State University would eventually become associated with the situation and would after then later move on to celebrity with a hit television show called Paranormal State. The group's leader, Ryan Buell, 
would later discuss the Cranmer House in an article. The Mel Gibson movie The Passion of the Christ is also presented in the, in the story as playing as a significant role in cleansing the house from the evil entity. The infestation of the house would come to an end in February 2006 and Cranmer would begin to write the story from notes that he had kept the next year. The book was wow. The book was released in 2014 with great media acclaim and Cranmer would be interviewed across the country. His reputation as a public official combined with the involvement of other notable individuals, i.e. Mayor Thomas J. Murphy Jr., Bishop Donald Worrell, and Ronald Le Guin, added a foundation of credibility to his story. While also attracting the attention of Pittsburgh media, Cranmer had little to gain and his reputation to lose. Yet he states that the story had to be told to verify that evil does exist in the world. The manuscript was written by Cranmer and eventually reduced in size and rearranged by the professional author and editor Erica Manfred. She was the third and th third of three writers employed by Cranmer <clears throat> as issues and conflicts kept arising which seemed intent on preventing the book from being published. The difficulties were so intense that Cranmer became convinced that evil itself was fighting to keep the book from being told. Now, I know it says that Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ was played inside the home, and it was for a year straight. Um, Cranmer played it nonstop to fight off the demon infestation of the house. Uh, eventually, it calmed down, but it picked back up and just kept harassing and terrorizing this family for any way or any reason why a demon would do it. It's just out of its pure hatred for us because we have what it wants we have life it's never had life and it just craves it so bob wrote his book and it became pretty pretty famous uh, he, it it was adapted into a lot of television shows paranormal witness um, as you just heard paranormal state a haunting so on and so forth but the aftermath of this really left bob and his family in a lot of a lot of hardships since the telling of the story Cranmer's life has been has had its share of tragedy in March 2015 his son David died unexpectedly and his wife went into depression they subsequently ended their marriage of 37 years in 2018 he is quoted as saying during an interview writing the book was like outing the mob there's obviously going to be consequences he continues to do interviews about the book and his experience. After he wrote the book, he says, it just feels like the, the evil of the house was punishing him by taking away the things that he loved. But yet, after over a decade, the house, is being, the house has been cleared of evil. Bob opened it as a bed and breakfast in November 2019, the Brownsville Road House. So, this house was just all the land that it was on and the house itself had so many evil and bad things happen to it that it just stained it with so much evil and this demonic entity which I believe has been there since the beginning since even before the Native American War 
and the killings of the mother and the children that it was just it was there and everything that happened subsequently was caused by the demon itself and then it just turned its rage towards this family of unsuspecting people and in the end yes Cranmer wrote a book about it and got famous but he lost his son and his marriage of 37 years in the process of just by outing this demon so guys I hope you enjoyed this um, you can always go to paranormalinkohio.com where you can check out the main page there you can see some old ghost hunts and ghost stories you can check out our crystals and the powers that they hold we can get our sage bundles for all things cleansing and the necklaces, pins, and bracelets that go along with the crystals. From there, you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio Group. That is our group page on Facebook. There we talk about all things paranormal. You guys give me ideas for shows. I do the research, and I do them, and I give you guys a shout-out, and sometimes I would I ask you guys to come on the show with me. From there, you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio on YouTube and on TikTok. You can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. And as always, you can check out Paranormal Inc. Ohio on the podcast on all podcast venues. Every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 10 p.m., a new podcast episode. Every Thursday night at 10 p.m., we are live on Facebook for a discussion of paranormal things. And every Friday is Fear Friday Live. There I do some live ghost hunts, some investigations, and I do some uh, in-depth discussions about the paranormal live on Facebook at 10 p.m. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope you guys have a great evening and a great rest of your week. And you will hear me tomorrow for the next episode.